What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Die by the Blade podcast, where Josh and I sit down and talk about everything Buffalo hockey. I'm your host, Luke. The other guy on my screen is my co-host, Josh. And we're going to get right on into another jam-packed episode. Josh, what is up? How are you? How you been? We took a little week off. We got a little busy. Yeah, we took an all-star break ourselves because we, in fact, are all-stars. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm really tired because I'm working the morning shift at work right now. Like, I'm covering for somebody. And the past two days, I've gotten up at 3.50 um, in the morning. Uh, yeah, it sucks. And I have to do that tomorrow and Friday, too. And then I have to get up at 7 on Saturday and 6 on Sunday. But then it's all Monday- about the grind. But then Monday, I get off. Kind of. I have a basketball game later that night that I have to do, but I get to sleep in. So that's what matters. Um, Other than that, it's been great. I've been having a grand old time watching the Olympics every morning. That's the one perk of waking up at the crack of dawn is watching the Olympics, even if they are in a nuclear wasteland. Um, That is a. Okay. Okay. Really quick. Really quick. You know, this is a hockey podcast. We're going to talk about some Olympic hockey. Yeah. what is going on with their freestyle skiing location? Yeah, that was a really bad pick on their part. I know they kind of got to spread it around the country, but come on. You could have picked a different uh, spot. It, it, I, saw, I saw a great uh, meme of it, and it was just the Simpsons intro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that's how the Olympics are going, apparently. Real quick before we get to more of that Olympic stuff, because we do have a quick little thing to hit here. Luke, how are you doing? Uh, You know... Like I said, we, we took a week off, took a little off-star break ourselves because we were swamped with work. As you heard from Josh, myself, yeah. it's an everyday occurrence. I get at least three phone calls a day, minimum, minimum. Yes, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's minimum. Even on my days off, because I'm off today, and I got about seven today. So it's fine. It's always fun, be, fine. It's fun being living. in charge, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not even <laughs> supposed to be in charge yet, but that's besides the point. Because we're here to talk some hockey, and that's what we're going to get into. But I believe Josh, I think, has some kind of question for me first. Yes. So this question came into my head earlier this morning while I was at work watching the Denmark-Czech Republic. I think that's who was playing this morning, Denmark and Czech Republic. Um, And it came to me because I saw a familiar name. And... It also kind of is perfect timing because Melissa Burgess wrote an article not too long ago on the Die by the Blade website that you should go check out called Sabres Prospects and Alumni to Watch at the Olympics because Owen Power and Devin Levi are there, but there are also some former Sabres. And now I pose the question to my co-host, Lucas Seeley, who are the former Sabres that are in the Olympics right now? And can you name their teams? There are... Dude, I'm, I'm, no. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Nope, sorry, six. I can't count. It's five. Okay, how many of them do I, like, legitimately know? Oh, you know all of them. They are from, at, they are, the farthest one back is from, hmm, six okay. years ago? I got, I got everyone one. else. Everyone else is in the last, within the last three years. I have one minimum, and that is Eric Stahl playing for Team Canada. That is correct. Nobody else, really. Give me. I need. I need. Give me. The, give me their countries. Give me the countries. Germany. Germany has two. Czech Republic has two. Canada has one with Eric Stahl, and Russia has one. Uh, 
not I, I, it's not max i know max ain't there no Russia. no i mean he'd be fine he probably still could he's still playing in the khl exactly so. um okay so germany is Derek roy there for some unbeknownst reason why would Der- who would Derek roy be there for no <laughs> germany germany oh dominic cahoon yes there you go okay so i got two out of what seven six six two out of six all right um Three of them are former Sabres within the past three years. Two of them were Sabres last year. Where's the, so Russia, Germany. So right now you have two Czech Republic, a Germany, and a Russia. Two Czech. Who's from the Czech? They surprised me, honestly. I didn't know they were Czech from Czech. You want to just tell you? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. The other German, Tobias Reeder. Oh, I see that one. I sh- mm. I, see, I like Tobias Reader. I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset that he left. Nah. Vladimir Sabodka, Czech Republic. I thought he was Sweden. I thought he was Russian. But anyway, Michael Frolik, Czech okay, Republic. Okay, so I, I was going to say Sabodka, but I thought he was Sweden. That's why I didn't. Nope. Michael Frolik, Czech Republic, and the golden boy from 2011, Mikhail Gregorenko. <laughs> I forgot for Russia. Was a thing. So yes, there are six former Sabres currently in the Olympics. Two current, well, technically current Sabres. Owen Power. Who's the third? Is it is Rosen not playing with Sweden? If he is, I haven't seen him on any rosters. That's um, unfortunate. Yeah, that guy needs to get to the NHL like right now because you know he needs actual playing time. One other thing that I noticed um, while looking through these teams to find our former beloved Buffalo Sabres. Finland is stacked with former NHLers. They have Miko Lettinen, Sammy Vatanen, Valtteri Filpula, Marcus Granlund, Leo Komarov. Like, that team, all those guys right there are like a year removed from the NHL. That is a fantastic team, but they're not working out so well on the ice. Um, Another fun one, Team China who the U.S. is playing tomorrow morning at 8 in the morning, for any of those wondering. Um, bet the over if you are hey, in the uh, betting. Hey, 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 Josh, hey, Josh. Over under 10 goals scored. Over 20, but that's besides. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to be that bad. But the over under on FanDuel, at least, I think is 6. So hammer the over. Um, but China has only six actual Chinese players. The rest are Canadian and American. Jake Chelios, you know that last name, Chelios, the son of Chris Chelios? Yeah, he's apparently Chinese and playing for the Chinese national team in the Olympics. And you want to know why? Because this team is the Kunlin Red Star team of the KHL. That is, all of these guys are from that team. Jeremy Smith, former NHLer. Jake Chelios, as I said, son of Chris Chelios, former NHLer. Um, Ty Schultz, most likely former NHLer. So, yeah, that's a little interesting, but it does, you know, work out for Olympic rules because they are residents of China, which is interesting. I didn't know that was how it worked because in the World Cup for soccer, for example, you have to be have heritage in that country or have I, I thought, been like I a citizen that was a rule for the olympics too 
I thought so too. But I guess I wonder. Uh, I wonder if it's citizen. I wonder if they're all citizens. They are. China well, they too. are. Te- they are citizens because they play for that team and they have to get paid by mm-hmm. China. Or, well, so they're by, citizens of that country, which means they can right. play for that country. Right. So, like I said, in the World Cup, usually it just goes back to your heritage, but sometimes it's national or it's a uh, citizenship as well. Um, Olympics is is citizenship. Now that I think yep. about it, yeah. Yep. Hmm. So yeah. So like I said, the Chinese team is mostly not Chinese, but good news for the U.S. Even though there are some former NHLers on there. Coonland Red Star is the worst team in the KHL. They have won nine of 38 games this year. Um, Buffalo, is that you? Yeah, right. They are the Buffalo Sabres of the KHL. So going to be a fun game tomorrow for the U.S. team. Probably going to see Mason McTavish and uh, what's his name? Matty Beniers just tear it up. Um, but the real fun game that Sabres fans will want to watch is any Team Canada game because we will definitely see Owen Power and maybe see um, Devin Levi in these Canada games. And Canada plays Germany tomorrow at 8 in the morning. And they also play the United States on Friday, I believe, at 11 o'clock at night. So. God damn it. Yeah. Um, set your I'll DVRs. Watch re- I'll watch the replay. Set your DVRs, or if anyone still use them, set your VCRs. Um, I mean, and Canada also takes on Team Germany tomorrow at the same time as the I USA just, takes on China. Yeah, you did not mention Germany. I did. In fact, I did not hear you mention Germany, but okay. All right, whatever. Anyway, I'll I'll look back and I'll make fun <laughs> of you in post edit. That's fine. It's fine. So yeah, so the Sabres prospects getting going. Former Sabres players, like I said, go check out that article Melissa wrote about the former Buffalo Sabres in the Olympics. But other than that, that's our little Olympic wrap up. The U.S. isn't doing too good. They only got they don't have that many medals yet. They just won their first gold today, though. So that's great. Good for them. Finally. Hopefully they uh, win a hockey gold, a couple hockey golds. Um, the women's team is doing pretty well, I, I hear. Um, they did lose to Canada in the prelims. Oof. I did watch Japan. that game. It was a very good game. Japan won their group, which was cool. Japan won Group B for women's hockey. Good for them. Yeah. I'd love to see it um, already, you know, everyone already knows, though, it's going to end up being, for women's hockey, at least USA versus Canada. 99% chance that's going to be that for the gold medal game. I think Sweden has a chance. They have a chance, but to make it U.S. Because don't U.S. Canada teams are just so fast and so. Well, when do those two teams meet? Though is the question. Do they meet before the gold medal round? No, they're, they they make the brackets purposely purposefully so that U.S. and Canada right, can face the right. gold medal games for both men's and women's. Well, that's no. They do it on oh, oh no wait. men's. Yeah, men's they're in the same group right now, but I mean, so technically they could have one could have been knocked out, but the other the other teams in the group are. Uh, let well, me Canada, see. I've got Canada, right U.S. Here. Canada, U.S. for the women's is one and two of their group, so they're moving on. Right. So the um, men's group is Canada, China, Germany, and the U.S. So theoretically, Germany could have pulled something off there, um, but I don't believe they did. Also, Germany's coach is Finnish. I don't understand how that works either. Listen, and, and, we can and get China's into coach, China's coach is Italian. That's the last I'm going to say on it. Yeah, we um, can get we can get into the logistics of the Olympics and what nationality these people actually are, but that's not our job. That's well above our pay grade. 
So we're going to get back down to our pay grade and move off the Olympics. And uh, the Sabres hockey is back tomorrow. Yay. Before the All-Star break, you saw them go down 4-1 to Colorado and 5-2 to Vegas. Um, not really <laughs> shocked about it. Uh, Anderson and Tukarski are both back in net, though. Yeah, which is uh, interesting, and it's very nice to see. Um, Alex Tuck scored a goal in his return to Vegas, which was nice. Uh, who scored the other goal that game? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. It was I can't remember. It's so long ago. I even worked for that game, too. I think it was John Hayden. John Hayden. It was John Hayden because he deflected it in front of the net. I remember. Um, I sure it was Hayden and not Eakin? No, it was John Hayden. I remember. Um, so the Sabres go back or have been back to practice for a couple days now. Um they take on Columbus tomorrow night at seven Columbus played last night and they came back against Washington, but I think they lost. So Columbus looking to bounce back. Uh, Sabres looking to just kind of get back into the groove here. Columbus, Columbus won last night against oh, Washington interesting. five to four. That's fun. In regulation. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so they're coming in hot. Uh, but yeah, no, the Sabres coming back, have a couple injuries coming back. Uko Pekalukinen has been back to practice, but he will not be playing tomorrow night. Don Granado said that, I think, yesterday, but he, he clarified it for sure today. Um, Casey Middlestad is back to practice in a yellow non-contact jersey, um, kind of just getting back into the swing of things, making sure the injury has gone for good this time. Uh, Vinny Henestrosa is close to coming back. He is... Like he was at practice yesterday and left early. So he's like right there, but he's not fully healed yet. Um, honestly, that's like the biggest things from the Sabres injury front. That's, that's the biggest changes, I should say. And as we it said, is... Tukarski and Anderson are back, but there's not really any movement. Jack Quinn is almost back to practicing, but he, or he's almost back to skating. I should say he's not back to not close to practicing yet. Yeah, there's 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 like at least some good news coming from the injury front and the fact that as we saw Anderson's back and now Tukarski's back as well, so that's very good news to see. UPL How, is back Hauser on the ice. Hauser should be out of COVID protocols. I think he actually went down to Rochester, so he should be so. should be back to playing down there and, uh, pretty soon. Yeah, and as we saw Peyton Krabs and Matisse Emerson come back up with yep. the All Star break ending, so they'll be back in the lineup. Not many changes. Gergensen's middle stat probably back within the next two weeks. Uh, Hinnestrozo limped off of practice, but nothing to worsen his injury. So who knows at this point I, with this honestly, staff. I want middle stat to stay. Oh, yeah. I want I at want, least I like want, almost another month. I kind of want him to wait until after the trade deadline, not for purposes of a trade or anything, obviously, but just to be healthy and just that's like a, the next date in the NHL. Yeah, like I said, another month. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Wow, trade deadline's that yeah. close. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll have to maybe we'll have to start cooking up a trade deadline episode coming up soon. Do a couple of those. Uh, That'll be fun. I don't even I don't even know where I'd be. There's gonna be a lot of questionable trades from both of us, probably mainly from Joshua. Just putting that out there for y'all. Ouch. Um <laughs> I'm, uh, am I wrong? Who has the better franchise in Shell? Anyway, that um, is Chell. so Rasmus Dahlin had himself a little bit of a fun weekend in vegas did he not uh yes he he very much did he did he end up winning the 
no. accuracy shooting contest. Oh. No, he was in fourth. Uh, he felt, out of nine though, so pretty. pretty he felt pretty quickly decent. because, I mean, everyone before him was just, or yeah. everyone, everyone before him was not very good, and everyone after him, like I think, no, they didn't hit him four for four, but they were very very quick. I don't remember who ended up winning. I think it was Aho, who hit doesn't surprise me four for four in like twelve seconds, which is nuts. It was funny because I saw I saw a video I saw the video of it and then I saw comments with it saying like those passes were mad slow and I'm looking at, I watched the video again I'm like they were kind of slow coming to Darlene. <laughs> well, Darlene like, did... probably wants those passes a little bit faster. Darlene did hit uh, four targets on six shots in about 17 seconds, so that was like I like I said it was good enough for fourth place in the accuracy shooting challenge, which is good. I mean, it's good to see him get involved and it's good to see him get out there. Um, but like he, this is, this is, these kinds of experiences are good for players in a situation like this on, on teams that have are in the situation, like the Sabres are where the season's done pretty much. And you're just kind of playing to get better for next season and try to get chemistry with your group. And this is like a good, like stress release for, for guys like Darlene, especially at, at, at a young age like that too, where a lot of pressure is on him. He gets to spend a lot of time with these veterans around the league and stuff like that. Oh yeah, most definitely. It's definitely a good chance. His first All Star game, um, and and even players his own age. Yeah, and it, it's definitely a great opportunity. A fun weekend to get away from the game, quote unquote, a little bit. You're more there to have fun, show off your skills and whatnot. And uh, we saw we saw some of that in in probably my favorite competition oh. in the All Stars Challenge. Yeah. Um, because it's a competition that in reality means the least. And it's just guys going out there and having fun and doing dumb shit to try to score on a goalie, including one that's done some crazy shit this season already in Trevor Zegras. The fact that pulling he... Pulling an average Joe, <laughs> blindfolding himself, doing some weird stuff with the puck and just getting it around him blindfolded while dodgeballs are being thrown at him. you just love to see it. The NHL wanted him in the All-Star game so bad. They were literally just like, hey, man, we're inviting you for a special event. Bring your A game. Like, he wasn't even picked as a last man in. He wasn't, or was he? I don't think he was picked as an All-Star. Who else would go from Anaheim? Troy Terry went. Oh. Uh, Oh. Let, let let, let Let me do this. Well, Troy Terry has had one heck of a season as well. Yes. But Trevor Zegers. Well, but see, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This is, oh, John Gibson. John Gibson was the first, like, the selection. And then someone either dropped out or Troy Terry was voted as the last man in. So there was no opportunity I, 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 yeah, for Zegers. Troy, Troy Terry was voted as the last man in now that yeah. I think about it. Yeah, so... Yeah, no. I mean, they do that, um, though. They pull some guys for just the competitions themselves. Yeah. You know, well, not always. They've done it in years past, especially when they want a certain player there for said competition. Yeah, that's – yeah. Um, yeah, Troy Terry and John Gibson. So, John Gibson was the original selection, and like I said, I think someone dropped off. No, Troy and... Terry was, last, was voted last man in. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, Troy Terry was voted last minute. But again, Zegers just doing unbelievable stuff, even in an all-star game. And the chemistry between him and Jack Hughes, like if those two aren't on a team at some point in their careers, 
it will be a travesty to the game of hockey, but it'll be so much fun to watch them against each other. Yes, but again, uh, Zegras is bounce ahead of Hughes. Mm, yeah, in the skills, in the skills. Yes, I think I think Hughes is more of a leader. In a way, I could I could see what you're saying with that. He just seems like one of those one of those guys that you could go to as like a leader. Well, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Zegers just looks like he's like the clown of the locker room makes everyone happy. Oh, he's happy. the, he's the kid having fun. Oh yeah. Cause he, he's a kid. Cause he's a kid having fun. Yeah. And now we see why we couldn't get him as a piece of a Jack Eichel trade. He would have been <laughs> the piece in the Jack Eichel trade. Yeah. Um, Anaheim made it, made a smart choice there, in my opinion. But Hey, this is, this is just proof to show that in a few years, when the Bostons of the league and the Edmontons of the league, well, Edmonton's kind of still down in the dumps, but when those teams that have been around forever start to fall off, teams like Anaheim, LA, hopefully Buffalo, um, Florida, like they're going to start, like Florida's already good, but those teams that drafted well and have all these exciting prospects, they're going to start getting more of the limelight, whereas teams like Boston, Pittsburgh, teams that are getting older, they're going to start their rebuilds, which is interesting to more, see. You mean more of the spotlight? What did I say? Limelight. I mean, limelight a... is for, no, limelight is for the people that are like second class. Oh. Spotlight is. Oops. Spotlight's on <laughs> these guys. <laughs> like I said, I'm very tired. My brain is on like Sabres, 20%. The Sabres are beyond the limelight right now. The Sabres are, yeah. They're below the limelight. That's, that's, that's where we fall into. <laughs> um. I want to, I want to, I want to talk about this though. With, with Darlene, you know, coming from the all-star game back to the Sabres organization, they have a game tomorrow. Like, do you think he's bringing, like he got, he was able to talk to some of the veterans there and get some advice to bring back to his team even to kind of, again, continue to change ship and what, you know, what we've expected in Buffalo Sabres for the past couple of years. I think so, because I mean, you look at some of the other veteran players that were there that he would play with just look at the Atlantic roster I mean he's playing with Steven Stamkos he's playing with uh did Austin did Austin was there um I don't think he ended up I don't remember I didn't watch any of the all-star game I I was busy all weekend I didn't get a chance to either because I was busy as well but um but no, yeah, like like Victor Hedman right there. That's all you really need to say. Like, well, yeah, and Victor Hedman has already come out, has been asked in interviews, like, "Oh, what are your thoughts, Dalian?" And he's like, "He's gonna be, um, he's gonna be a great player in this league." Yeah, and and I mean, Victor Hedman's not really an outspoken guy. Not to say that that's super outspoken, but like, that's not something that usually comes from a guy like Victor Hedman. So that's, I, I personally take a lot of stock in that. Yeah. Um, so the Atlantic Division that Darlene played with was Patrice Bergeron, Jonathan Huberto, Dylan Larkin, Austin Matthews, Steven Stamkos, Nick Suzuki, Brady Kachuk, Victor Hedman, Jack Campbell, and Andre Vasilevsky. You lost me in Nick Suzuki. <laughs> there was only two defensemen? That they, doesn't... They, they, they play threes. Oh, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So the two defensemen were Darlene and Hedman, which that's, like we said, is a very good company to be in. <laughs> That's a scary defensive core if Dali's on top of his game. Yeah. But one thing that I noticed was you see in some of the pictures and just in the highlights, he played a lot with Dylan Larkin and it looked like those two kind of like clicked a little bit. 
Dylan Larkin is going to be a free agent soon. We're not getting Dylan Larkin. <laughs> Detroit is not moving Dylan Larkin. What if Detroit doesn't want to re-sign? Or what if Dylan Larkin doesn't want to re-sign in Detroit? Detroit's heading upwards. There's, yeah, there's no reason Dylan for Larkin. Larkin, to not, is, Larkin is, oh, he's Larkin, only 25. I thought he was older than that. No, he is Detroit. That's fair. Yeah. And he is, actually, Detroit. No, yeah, he's still got a year left. He's got a year left after this year. Larkin has 44 points in 42 games. Um, it's I I'm looking I'm looking is, you you you're a little too optimistic with that one. I'm looking miles ahead here, but like yeah, I, yeah like you said, I'm a little optimistic there. But hey, Larkin is Detroit, and there's no doubt that Eisman wants him around for a long time. Right, and it's but it's still good for him to like it's still good for Darlene to develop relationships with these guys. He can train with them in the off season then, and just become one of the guys. You know, like that's kind of like what this All Star game helps young players do. Um, and it's even like you even look around like the rest of the all-star teams. I mean, some of the other defensemen, Adam Pellick, Zach Wierenski, uh, Roman Yossi, Kale McCarr, and Alex Petrangelo. Like that, those are good guys to be around. Also, Alex Petrangelo was the only defenseman for the Pacific. <laughs> what? Makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no. Think about the Pacific. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, if they're doing it by cap space, it makes a lot of sense. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I I think that there's there's a lot of good good information that Darlene got that he's going to be able to bring back. And again, it's not something we're going to see immediately. Not even necessarily just information, just confidence, too. Yeah. And and like, like I said earlier, like a sense of like relaxation, not relaxation, but just like you're 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 rested you're you're you took some time off you know like you had that time to just go have some fun i mean i saw just other sabers in general dylan cousins and i think i can't remember who it was it was dylan cousins and like two other players they took a fishing trip down in like florida or mexico or something like i don't i don't know who was with him but I know Cousins and two other Sabres went. So that's cool. I mean, good to see the guys bonding off the ice like that. Speaking of Dylan Cousins, it's his birthday today. He's finally 21. Good for him. Um, wow, he's 21. That's crazy. Yeah, um, I, I saw that today, and it kind of hurt my soul a little bit. It didn't hurt my soul. It made me happy. I mean, he's that young, and he's this good already. So. Yeah, no, I was um, looking at it from just a pure age perspective. Oh no! Um, yeah, I, I, and that, I, that hurt my soul a little bit. Like I know me, I'm only three years older than him, but like it still bothers me a little bit that yeah, he's where he's at, and I'm at where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> well, Casey Middlestead's the same age as me. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, almost o- over half this roster right now is probably younger than I am, and I'm only 24, and that kind of hurts me. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause yeah, I mean, like Eakin, Akposo, Skinner, Tuck. Tuck. That's Miller. Joker is same age as me. I think he's 23. I don't know. Miller doesn't matter. Older, but again, but, very, very young team. And it kind of hurts my soul a little. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I, one other thing that with Darlene here is I heard Granado say today, he said to Darlene when he came back, he said, look, kid, like, like he had a talk with him pretty much. He just had a nice conversation with him. He said, look, you're a legit all-star now. You are selected for a reason. 
like no disrespect to any of the previous all-stars the Sabres have had selected. Like Jack Eichel is a great example. He is an all-star. But like when Gergensen's was selected, he looked like an all-star, yes, but that was because we were one of the worst. We were the worst team in NHL history, pretty much. Gergensen's was great that first year, had 30 points in a lockout season, but you compare him to the rest of the all-stars that you see in this selection this year and he that that year's Zemgus Gurdonsons wouldn't make any of these teams so I think that it shows that the Sabres have a legitimate all-star again I mean they like I said they didn't Jack Eichel but now that Eichel's gone they still have one and I think they have multiple to be honest I mean Tage Thompson was a last man in candidate um, um, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, say he was, we got him at the beginning of the year and he was healthy. Um, Alex Alex Tuck. Tuck would yeah. be talked about for all-star game. He probably will be for next season, honestly. Yeah. Al Tuck, um, JJ Paterka eventually. Too, and cousins probably will be too. Yeah. So and power eventually at some point, maybe even Devin Levi. What if we get a, a goaltender back at the all-star game? First one since Ryan Miller. Also cool bit about Darlene. He is the first defenseman since Brian Campbell to be an all-star for the Sabres for the Sabres. I should say, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. obviously. <laughs> um, no, but it's fun to see. And, and honestly, uh, before we get into Sabres look ahead for this next week, uh, last thing I want to say in the all-star break was my favorite moment from the all-star break from the all-star weekend was uh, Steven Stamkos's interview um, with his son yeah, uh, that for was those fun. that haven't seen it, please go watch it. It is so adorable. Uh, his son ruined the interview by continuously saying he wanted to go see the Zamboni. No, he made it better. No, no, they finished, which made Sam goes be like, yeah, we're going to go see the Zamboni. I'm leaving. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You just love to see it. And that, well, that, that's the, one of the things I love about All-Star Weekend is just it's just for fun. Yeah, Families I mean, and friends just coming together and playing some hockey together. Right. That's like the good, the cool part of All-Star Weekends for like any sport honestly like i mean it's just to see like how these people are not when they're not in the zone i mean we yeah, see they're it not, some t- they're not and they're not under the pressure that they are in a normal game it's like hey you're gonna play an all-star game okay right yeah they're just having fun with it they're doing more crazy things um real quick before we uh before we bounce to the week ahead i just wanted to do a quick uh prospects update for the rochester americans um Matias Samuelson in his 23 games that he's been down there because he's been up and down has 13 points. Pretty good for a defenseman. Artu Rustalainen, who was sent down a little while ago, um, 13 games played, 13 points. So he's definitely taking that send down of like, hey, don't take this as a bad thing. Take this as a good thing. He'll, um, he'll become like if he can stay on this trend, he'll become a very affordable Bottom so, six play, bottom six player. I made a mistake. I was very confused because I didn't see Jack Quinn or JJ Paterka on here. I was looking well, at Jack 20... Quinn's in the NHL. Well, no, I was looking at the last year's statistics because for some reason it just went to that tab. So that makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Okay, there it is. Yeah. So Jack Quinn has 35 points in 24 games, but like Luke said, he's technically in the NHL. He is injured as well, but JJ Paterka is not injured, still playing 34 games played 34 points. That's a really, and he has a, no, he does not. He has a shooting percentage of a hundred percent. This is incorrect. 
yeah, I'm going to say that that's wrong. Yeah, no. Maybe 10%? Oh, I'm sorry. No, he has 100% shootout percentage. Ah. So two for two in the shootout for J.J. Paterka. Um, Along with that, Linus Wiesbach, guy out of uh, Wisconsin, 31 games played, 20 points. Okay. First first game or first year in um, the AHL, too. So good for him. Respectable. Artur Rustalainen's actual statistics, 22 games played, 17 points. And Still, like I said, very affordable third, fourth line guy, bottom six player. Right, yeah. Um, no other real prospects to look at here. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because everyone's been so up and down, and this has literally everyone who's been on this team on the roster, so – it's hard to tell sometimes, but Michael Mersh still leading the team, 39 points in 40 games. Good for him. Um, he's a real leader down in Rochester, too. I'm just more questioning how he's... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Love to see that the A is still putting it together. I believe they're still leading their division down there. Um, uh, maybe not. I forgot about the goaltending struggles they're having because they... of goaltending struggles. <laughs> They are third in the North Division. Okay, they're still the, in a playoff spot. Yeah, they're behind the Toronto Marlies and the Utica Comets. Um, they're only two points behind the Marlies, but they are um, a lot of points behind the Comets. <laughs> and they're 10 points ahead of the Laval Rockets. So they have a lot of cushion room, and they're pretty close to second. So hopefully we'd like to see them make it. And then obviously probably Quinn, Paterka, um, well, Krebs. right down there. You'll see you'll see Quinn and Krebs go and Samuelson go back down mm-hmm. for the playoffs. Honestly, uh, even U- UPL probably. Maybe. Yeah. Depending I, I on can, depending on how our situation is. bullshit like that, then yeah. I don't see I don't think he would have to yet. Um I don't think so either. It's only a second. It's after the league. deadline, so like I don't remember how it works. Mm-hmm. But with the, a look ahead for some of these Sabres games before we get out of here. Like I said, Columbus tomorrow night, Thursday, 7 o'clock at home. I see a win out of that. What's your prediction? Score prediction. Go. Score prediction 4-3 Buffalo. Okay. Now the next game that they have on the schedule besides that one is against the New York Islanders. Actually, or I'm sorry, Montreal Canadiens yes, at 12.30 on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, Good job, a game on NHL. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, luckily, for those that you know want to watch the Super Bowl and make themselves sad here in Buffalo um, and watch Joe Burr take on Matthew Stafford, you can see your uh, beloved Sabres take on Montreal before that at 12.30. Yeah, um, hopefully they'll win. Um, uh, what's the uh what's I got, the score? actually honestly honestly score prediction for this one is five to five two buffalo just because montreal is just a dumpster fire yeah they fired their just got fired. fired their head coach today yeah in, in, a, in a tank season so good job montreal um uh, uh, year a year removed from the stanley cup final <laughs> honestly let's just take a moment and laugh at the toronto maple leafs for losing to these guys in the first round last year oof um and then lastly tuesday they take on the islanders seven o'clock at home that's like a three to one loss because it's the islanders i hate how the islanders play so yeah i agree (laughs) with you i hate watching islanders games we hate we hate how they play but 
they well, I mean, not this season. Not this season. <laughs> but usually it does help them win games. Right. Because they do very good defensively. That's and true. Defense wins championships here. With that, though, we are getting to the end of the Die by the Blade podcast. And Josh, what is one thing you are looking forward to in the next week? Or one thing that happened the past week that you uh, enjoyed that's hockey or non-hockey related, being that we took that week off? Um, God, I can't even think about the last week. It's just kind of a blur for some reason. Um, Probably because I'm just dying for sleep right now um but no uh looking forward um i'm glad the sabers are back i mean i i love just i love watching hockey i don't care how bad they are how good they are it's it hockey is hockey um didn't really know what to watch while the all-star game or all-star break was going on because there was no games for a week and that sucked um yeah i don't really have not that i don't have anything to look forward to but there's not too much coming up uh, so yeah, just looking forward to get back into hockey and get back into the swing of things. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Myself. Um, you know, last Saturday I had the, uh, nice, nice little, little date night thing. Went to my parents for dinner with the lady and then went down to canal side one ice skating. So it was a nice little date night. And, um, Ah, you know, this week I had, like, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl as much as it's going to pay me to watch. I do want to see what Joe Shiesty Joe Burr can do um, in a, in a uh, another championship game this, this, this year for him. Well, not this year, but, you know, he I know just what you doesn't mean. lose. He just doesn't lose. But, you know, this is Matt Stafford's year. He deserves it. So I'm rooting for him. I just also just don't want to hear the narrative of Joe Burrow getting a bowl before a uh, Josh Allen. So I don't think it'll be best year. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think it'll be that. I think it'll be more Patrick Mahomes, but then I forgot, you know, Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. So he already, he already got one. Yeah. But with that, it's been another fun episode of the Die by the Bay podcast. Go check out some Olympic hockey, USA, China tomorrow, Canada, Germany tomorrow, Canada, US on Friday. Women's hockey is also going on. So go check that out. And go watch some Sabres hockey tomorrow night. Go Bills.